Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Welcome to NASCAR Coast to Coast here on the Motor Racing Network. It is Wednesday, July 24th, 2019, and I'm Hannah Newhouse here in our Concord, North Carolina location, joined once again always by Kyle Rickey up in Connecticut. And Things got heated this past weekend at Langley Speedway for the Hampton Heat. Lots of drama on the racetrack, but it was a local boy who found his way into victory lane. You say it's Wednesday, July 24th, and it very much felt like July this past weekend, all up and down the eastern seaboard where we were in New Hampshire and down in Langley, Virginia at the uh, the Hampton Heat 200. I guess temperatures exceeded three, triple digits there, over 100 degrees in the afternoon for practice and then the race it didn't get much cooler great racing though right down to the last couple of laps connor hall taking the lead on the final lap of the race from nick smith to pick up the race win a good race but you know we saw some of the car counts uh, i think there were like less than 25 cars there and a lot of that attributed to those hot temperatures yeah it was a hot one a lot of drivers posting after the race talking about heat exhaustion i actually saw one of uh i think it was tyler hughes that had posted you know, receiving help from the medical teams from those high temperatures. And like you said, we were in New Hampshire, and it was hot there. So I can't even imagine what some of these drivers went through this past weekend, not only at New Hampshire, but at Langley and a lot of racetracks across the country, trying to stay cool in these race temperatures. And like you said, it didn't cool down much in the evening, but it was cool to see Connor Hall end up in victory lane. Local boy, he's been going for that win for quite some time. So we'll talk to him a little bit later on the show about that race because there was some drama that also ensued between Peyton Sellers and Lee Pulliam. Yeah, throughout the field, uh, of course, Peyton and Lee, they've had this rivalry going now for several years, running for national championships and regional championships. And, well, they had some, they had another incident on Saturday night over the course or during the course of the Hampton Heat 200. So we'll talk more about that in a little bit. Back to Connor Hall, though. First win for a Langley Speedway track regular in eight years C.E. Falk, the last track regular to win the event back in 2011. This year was the 11th edition of the event. So a lot of storylines coming out of the uh, the event on Saturday night. Uh, that little rivalry, the heat, and a new winner. Definitely cool to see that storyline. And um, awesome for Connor Hall and his family. They're a, they're a small family-owned team. So cool to get that win. But also, we talked about New Hampshire just a little bit ago, how we were there um, enduring the heat, but also who was there was the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East. They ran the uh, United Site Services 70 on Saturday evening. Chase Cabry on fire goes back-to-back after first capturing the pole on Friday and goes on to win his second straight Canaan East win this past weekend at New Hampshire. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they all play into this weekend at Iowa with Cabry now on fire. The points chase really starting to heat up between Kraus, Mayer, and Cabry, all within about 10 points. 
Yeah, two points is, is the lead right now for Derek Krause, who finished third in the race on Saturday night at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. Sam Mayer finished second, then, then Krause in third. Krause two points over Mayer and six points back to Chase Cabry. So really tight at the front of the field. And, and of course, Derek is also the point leader by only a couple of points over his teammate Haley Deegan in the NASCAR K&N Pro Series West. So a really good night. And this is something I want to talk to him about in a bit. A really good night this Friday at the Iowa Speedway could mean extending his point lead in both championships. But a bad night on Saturday night with the, with the, or Friday night with a larger car count than we usually get, he could lose the lead in both championships. So it'll be interesting to see his mindset going into the race this weekend at the Iowa Speedway. Yeah, a lot of possible outcomes for Iowa Speedway this up-and-coming weekend. Like you mentioned, lots of car counts. You're going to see Haley Deegan, who's been running pretty consistently in both the East and West Series. Bill McAnally Racing somewhat struggled this past weekend at New Hampshire and happened to get a really good run going with Krause there at the end for that third-place finish. So it'll be interesting to see how they roll into Iowa, what cars they take. And like you said, there's a lot on the line for the points leader, Derek Krause. So looking forward to talking to him, and we'll get him on the line here when we return on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Wheelin designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelin product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelin is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Give your vehicle a spot-free shine with Turtle Wax Ice Wash and Wax. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts for just $4.99. That's a 50% savings. For an unbeatable shine, just wash, rinse, and drive with Turtle Wax Ice Wash and Wax. Just $4.99 at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. It's a busy two weeks for the NASCAR Canaan Pro Series East drivers as they come off of New Hampshire Speedway and the United Sites Services 70 and will roll into Iowa Speedway this up-and-coming weekend for the Iowa East-West combination race. And one of those drivers who's Pulling double duty in both the East and West Coast this year is Derek Krause, and we're joined on the guest line with him right now. Derek, first off, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Now, it's a busy weekend for you, a busy 10 days as a span. You guys ran first, let's talk about New Hampshire, this past weekend. Talked to you a little bit before the race, and you said you weren't feeling too confident about your car. You guys had struggled with it all weekend. You came home with a third-place finish, though, still maintaining the points lead. What ultimately changed for you guys between your qualifying run, and then rallying there at the end for that third-place finish. Yeah, I, yeah, like you said, we struggled a lot on uh, Friday, Friday's practices, and then in the qualifying, we qualified ninth, and we were 
pretty close to the second off the pace. So we were going in Friday night, going to bed at the hotel, scratching our heads, not knowing what to expect. And then uh, on Saturday, we uncovered the car and took the green flag, and by lap five or so, we were to third. And I was thinking in the race car, I actually said to Freddie, Freddie Kraft, my spotter on uh, on the radio, he says, how's the car? I said, it feels like a race. it's starting to feel like a race car again. So it was really surprising to me, but I know that BMR crew worked really hard on it during practice and before qualifying everything that they could do, and it turned out at the end. Derek, it was a long weekend and a busy weekend of racing at the New Hampshire Motor Speedway. You guys qualified and practiced Friday evening. A lot happened on the racetrack on Saturday before your race, a modified race, an Xfinity race, a couple of Cup Series practice sessions. Did the track change that much from, from Friday night to when you guys took the green flag late Saturday Yeah, late Saturday evening? Um, yeah, I felt it changed, I mean, not a ton, because our last session and then qualifying was at the end of the last things of the day. So it was kind of like a race. I mean, that the VHG stuff that they put down it, it wears out, but I still feel like it's definitely it's definitely still there, and you can definitely feel it. And uh, it definitely wore away a little bit, but it was still there at the end of the race. And this weekend, being one of the hottest ones in the New England area, we'll see all year long. It was hot on Pitt Road. It was hot all throughout the stands. Um, and I know it was hot for you guys in the race cars. Fortunately for you guys, a little bit of a later start time for that race. But overall, talk about how hot it was and how physically grueling it was to be in those race cars this weekend. Yeah, it was it was super hot. Like I I told you during or walking back to the pit road, there it was. It, New Hampshire is one of those tracks where you got time to think about stuff. Going on the straightaway, the front and back straightaways, it's so long you can sit there and you can think, and that's that's when you think about how hot you really are. Like in a short track, you have no time to think, but there you got time to think, and it was definitely really hot. I thought it was gonna change the handling of the cars, like make it more greasy and slimy out on the racetrack, but I think that VHT definitely helped with the grip and how hot it was so it was definitely a physically demanding race and hopefully we don't have anything that hot the rest of the year and yet hannah sat inside the media center (laughs) complaining that the air condition was too much for her because she was cold so we'll just throw that out there um into the second half of the season now you have a two-point lead over sam mayer in the east an eight-point lead over your teammate Haley deegan in the west do you look at points beginning now? Do you Have you been looking at points all year long? I mean, how do you look at, at those statistics that us, the media, look at every week? Uh, yeah, I look at the I look at the points, but I the way I think about it is if we go to the racetrack and do our job, win races, finish in top three consistently, top five, the points will take care of themselves unless, uh, unless the, other, the other people are doing that too. But I feel like, we had a really good chance on both the East and West. BMR prepares great cars. So I'm really confident going into the rest of the season. We just got to cross our T's and dot our I's and be there at the end of the season for sure. And this weekend being one of those weekends that a lot can either go in right in your favor or go wrong against you with this combo race, with you running for points on both, you'll collect points for both divisions or both series in a single race. What's your mental take going into a weekend like this where – You've got a race to run that puts both your point standings on the line. Uh, yeah, I just feel like I just got to take it into every, take it like I do every other race. I mean, I got to be calm and got to make sure we keep defenders on it for the whole for the whole race. It's a big race. It's like the Daytona 500 for the K&N Series, the East and West combo. It's 
kind of a bragging rights kind of deal for the West Coast car wins that are an East Coast car wins. But it's definitely a big race, and I just got to make sure I uh, execute and do my job, and then we'll have a good finish at the end of it, I feel. Was running the double this year, and we've seen several drivers do it over the last three or four years, uh, running both the East and the West. Was this in the preseason plans for you, or did this come about after a couple of good runs to start the Kane and East season, trying and then trying to figure out how you can do the double? Yeah, like it was not it was not part of the plan at all. I mean, we were planning on doing the typical the bigger track the bigger tracks that we went to on the east coast side so like new new smyrna we always start off our year there and then went to south boston and then there's a few other ones that we went to and we we're still leading the points and bill said uh we can't we can't go we can't skip a race for leading the points so we ended up going to the next one and here we are still leading the points and we're still contending for the championship so i i feel like we now we we're set i feel like we're gonna be running the rest of the season we just got to Make sure we execute and do our jobs. And now, or as of about two, three years ago, I think it was the year that Noah Gregson ran for that championship, there was, there's now no conflicting dates between the Canaan East and West, a driver eligible to run both uh, series with those combo events. They can compare for points. How grueling is that schedule going from coast to coast? We know you're based in Wisconsin, so that's fortunately a pretty common middle point for you, but going back and forth between these series and coast to coast, essentially, um, how grueling is that? Uh, yeah, like you said, there's no, luckily we have no uh, conflicting schedules. The only, the closest thing is we got Bristol on a Thursday night and then Saturday we got to turn around and go to uh, go to Evergreen in Washington. So that's the closest races, but overall I feel like my BMR team, they, they work really hard and they'll get the cars to the racetrack. Like, for example, we had to send one of our trailers out to California to pick up our Watkins Glen, Watkins Glen's cars to uh, send to Watkins Glen. So it's definitely challenging for the team, but they work their tails off, and I feel that they deserve every part of this. A lot of logistics, no doubt, will go into uh, this grueling schedule for you. I want to talk about the West for a moment. Three wins this year. You swept Tucson, and you won the last event at Douglas County Raceway. Uh, for the most part, bullring short tracks there on the West Coast. Got a lot of big tracks coming up. Uh, you just came off of New Hampshire. You have Iowa coming up this weekend. Worldwide Technology Raceway at Gateway next month. And we'll wrap up the year in the West at the ISM Raceway in Phoenix. What's your comfort level on, on the big tracks? We know you're comfortable on the short tracks. We also know you won a gateway a year ago, but what is your comfort level on, on some of the bigger racetracks that this series will go to? I personally, I like the bigger tracks. They're just the car and how the air works. I mean, it definitely took me a long time to learn how the air works with these race cars, and I still really haven't figured it out. But it's, I really like going to all the bigger tracks like Iowa, New Hampshire, Gateway. Like you said, we won there last year, and it's a really fun racetrack to go to. And it's just the bigger tracks that's definitely experience for me that'll help me in the longer down the road. And we saw on the topic of big tracks, we saw your teammate Haley Deegan recently celebrated an 18th birthday. And the first thing she was excited about is super speedway eligibility. Your 18th birthday right around the corner as well. We've seen you make a handful of truck starts at some of the short tracks on that circuit. But with that 18th birthday right around the corner, does that potentially open up your schedule to any potential big track dates in the truck series? Uh, yeah, we were, uh, 
going to run Las Vegas at the end of the year once I turn 18th. Once I turn 18, so I'll be able to run Vegas, and then we'll run Phoenix uh, truck race, and then also the Canon season, Canon West season finale. So I'm really looking to uh, make my first mile and a half start, and it should be a lot of fun. You mentioned Haley Deegan a moment ago. How is the team chemistry between you and Haley and, and Brittany Zamora, who joined the team this season, and how have you been able to kind of coach her as she goes to some of these racetracks for the first time? Yeah, she uh, she definitely can ask for help, and we'll me and Haley will help her. She she uh, asks for help a lot, and that's that's all part of it. She uh, she's definitely grown. I've seen her learn a lot of stuff with the short tracks and the bigger tracks. She uh, she's definitely getting the hang of it, and it's a lot different than what she ran before the Super model, and then now into the K&N car. It's just a lot different, and there's a lot of a lot of learning to do. And all three BMR teammates headed to Iowa Speedway this up-and-coming weekend for the combo event. Derek, good luck to you this weekend. I will be there with NASCAR Home Trucks. Unfortunately, we don't get to be blessed with the presence of Kyle. Kyle is not on the Iowa trip. This I know. We're going to celebrate. The ding. It's all. It's just we send Kyle somewhere else this weekend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we will see. I will see you this weekend. Um, good luck, and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks you. Thank you for having me. That was Derek Krause on the guest line, Canaan Pro Series East and West points leader as they get ready to head to Iowa this up-and-coming weekend for the combo event. But when we return, we'll talk to the winner who found his way into victory lane at the Hampton Heat this past weekend at Langley, Connor Hall. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Save on your next oil change at O'Reilly Auto Parts when you purchase five quarts of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a MicroGuard filter for $24.99. Plus, get a $5 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. One of the staple late model stock races in the East Coast took place this past weekend at Langley Speedway, the Hampton Heat. And it was a local guy who found his way into victory lane, capturing a big win, Connor Hall. With that Hampton Heat win, he joins us on the guest line now. Connor, thanks for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Thanks for having me. Pretty big win for you guys. You guys have been a local racer uh, out at Langley Speedway for quite some time. What was it like to get a big win like this, the Hampton Heat, at your home track in front of your friends and family? Um, it was definitely uh, nothing short of amazing. Just uh, the main reason why I really enjoyed being able to win a, finally like a big race is I think it validates our small team as, I guess, someone who can 
travel with the big boys and go run wherever and be competitive wherever we run. A four-lap shootout to end the race the other night, and you spent most of it trying to get around Nick Smith for the lead. You did it off of turn two on the final lap. Bring us through uh, what was going through your mind there, those last couple of laps trying to make the pass for the win. Um, I, I knew it was going to come, come down to one of us having to rough house a little bit, and I tried running him on the outside for the first two or two and a half laps, I believe, and I just knew time was running out, and I had to kind of duck behind him and do it the old-fashioned way, I guess. And we got together a little bit in three, and I got under him, and I knew the, the cars were so tight. So I, as we were going down the front stretch, I started turning a bunch of rear brake into it to try to make it turn. And I got into the corner sideways, and he was sideways, and we kind of touched, and I cleared him off of two. And I just protected the bottom as hard as I could in three and four in case he tried to give me a shot back. And luckily, I had a good car a car and a half of distance on him and he uh couldn't really get a swipe at me and we just made it around three and four and then i realized i'd won the biggest race of my life so far it was a pretty good feeling so definitely wild and um it, it's just i'd rather not race with anybody like that other than nick uh, him and i ran really really hard and if it was anybody other than him it might have gotten ugly between the two of us and uh I don't know. We just always race with a lot of respect, and it's, it was kind of an awkward situation at, during the time because he's, uh, he's been my mentor forever. He used to race for our team. So I kind of knew it was going to be a, an awkward situation if us both wrecked for the win, but luckily we ran it out hard and clean. And uh, Even if I was on the other side of the situation, I still would have been just as happy for him because he's done a lot for me in my lifetime, and I really appreciate having him as a friend. In that last lap, the one you led led to a ten thousand dollar payout. Pretty, pretty good there for a short track race. But Langley Speedway, I've turned a couple laps there in a late model stock. Never raced there, and it's one of the trickier short tracks out there to get a hold of. Let alone add in the racing conditions that you guys had this past weekend. High temperatures. It was extremely hot, humid. From what I'd heard, I mean, talk about the practice conditions, the race conditions being probably the hottest we'll see all year. Yeah, um, it was definitely, I haven't experienced a late mile race like that, at least. Um, the only thing close enough, I would assume, is when I ran the Canaan race at South Boston last May. That was a very hot race as well. But, I mean, a, a three-hour, three-hour and 15-minute three late mile race is kind of unheard of, at least in the late mile stock world. And we just kept having so many red flags. And all all week leading up to it, it was just, hot and hotter and hotter and hotter and uh, we kept looking at the uh thermostat on the outside of the race shop and every day it just kept creeping up and we got to the track friday and it was still scorching hot and i was pretty concerned about trying to dial my car in during the friday test to the track that we were presented for friday instead of worrying about just saturday because I kind of had to keep in the back of my head. I've raced here a good amount so far this year, and I've tested a lot here prior to the heat. And I, I knew I had a good race car, and I just kind of had to keep telling myself, don't worry about the stopwatch, don't worry about the stopwatch. Just get it driving good, and you know what you got at the end of a long race. And uh, my crew guys were kind of, um, they were concerned, I guess would be the nice way to say it. They were kind of like, Connor, what are we doing? And me and my crew chief just kind of kept looking at him and, like, we got to stick to the game plan. And luckily we did. 
and I think uh, not adjusting on the car was probably the best thing I did all week because it was fast in the race. You mentioned you've run there all year, and you've run well there all year. We're currently battling for the championship with Greg Edwards, just a couple of points between you two right now going into their the second half of their season do you feel like you're you're in a good position right now you and your team and having a shot at the track championship for 2019 at langley speedway yeah i think we have a great shot at it we we've led uh most of the points and i lost the lead i think uh two weeks ago we had a little issue uh with a late race caution and uh we uh once it stacked the whole field up i took the cone on the restart trying to make something of a of a uh, late race charge and uh, we got doored and it put me up in the marbles and I, it just knocked me back so far track position wise. I, I lost a lot of points that one night, but other than that, we've been pretty much he wins, I win, he wins, I win, just kind of giving points back and forth all year. And that one little mistake on my part by getting up in the marbles hurt us with the points. But at the same time, we do have, I think like 12 or 13 races left. So, Got a lot of ground to, or got a lot of room to make up ground, and I don't have a lot of ground to make up. So, five points isn't the end of the world. I wish, obviously, I was five points in the lead myself instead of him, but uh, I definitely think it's doable. And we just gotta keep the car in one piece and not uh not having any mechanical issues. That's what kind of ruined my championship run last year was blowing a motor. So we're uh, we're just staying up on all that with maintenance and everything, and just trying to do all that we can and. If the luck has it in our favor, it does. If not, we uh, will still run after every race like we are trying to win the championship. And I don't know. I'm just I'm more of a just show up every week and try to do my job. And if it falls into place, it falls into place kind of guy. I don't really I, I don't really like it point tracing myself, but I know it would mean a lot to my team if we did get it. So that's what we're gonna do. So you guys have this championship chase now that you're going after at Langley. Um, earlier in the year, you made a handful of starts, not only in the k Pro Series, but also the ARCA Series. Are there any more of those starts on your schedule for the remainder of the 2019 season, or have you guys shifted that focus to try and run for that championship at Langley? Um, I think all year we've had the focus on the championship thing, and we've tried uh, racing, I guess, bigger series whenever we can or whenever I can find the sponsorship money to attempt it. And... um we were going to try to run a little bit more ARCA this year, but then uh, the 22 car ended up being filled by Tom Majeski on the mile-and-a-half tracks, and which is really what we wanted to get me more experience at, um, just because we feel that the late models do a good enough job at preparing me for any short track stuff needed. Um, but I think if we have it our way, we'll, uh, we're going to run a, a pretty hard late model schedule for the rest of the year, probably 15 more races or so. And um, then we'll focus on trying to make one more ARCA start and maybe if uh, if the long ball hits, an, one truck start. But um, I think we're just kind of taking it week by week and seeing where everything is presented before us. And I've always been a, been a fan of waiting for the right opportunity instead of trying to maybe rush into something that isn't fit for me. So we'll see um i definitely will keep everybody updated with that but as of right now we're late mile racing and uh that's that hope uh it's all about the sponsorship money as y'all are aware and to run those big series definitely costs a little bit more than a late mile budget so we're going to do what we can and keep trying at it the hampton 200 at uh, langley this past weekend one of the big three 
late model races in Virginia. The uh, the other, of course, coming up here in a couple of months at the Martinsville Speedway, the, the Valley Star Credit Union 300. Uh, the uh, plans on attending that event now that you've won one of the big three here this past weekend. Um, if we would have ran South Boston, I would have I would feel very inclined to show up to Martinsville. However, uh, I myself am a, a huge fan of the race, and I think it's like the Super Bowl of late mile racing. But uh, my father, a.k.a. car owner, is not very uh, fond of the financial side behind the risk of Martinsville. And um, and I understand because at the end of the day, we have to look at this as a business as well. And if it, if it is uh, kind of pointing towards risking a really good race car for a, a really slim chance at trying to contend for such a huge race, I'd rather just leave my stuff in the shop in one piece and focus on getting it faster for the next year instead of tearing it up trying to finish top 10 at Martinsville. And like I said, I, I go every year. I watch the race, help friends, but um, I don't think you'll see the 77 there this year. Like you said, that late, that late model stock race at Martinsville, one of the biggest late model races of the year. Lots of cars on hand and lots of carnage as well, but always puts on a pretty good show when it's all said and done. But, Connor... Thank you again for coming on. Congratulations on your Hampton Heat win this past weekend, and we wish you the best of the luck as you chase down that championship at Langley. Thank you, all That was Connor Hall on the guest line this past weekend's winner at Langley Speedway in the Hampton Heat. But when we returned, there was a couple more drivers who found their way into victory lane, including some of the modified drivers up in New Hampshire. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Wheeland and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Alongside the Canaan Pro Series East this past weekend at New Hampshire Motor Speedway, the Modifieds were also back in action for two days of racing with the All-Star Shootout. It was Patrick Emmerling who collected that win there. It was three wide to the finish line for that win, and Emmerling came out on top. That's no surprise to anyone, Kyle, is it, when we take Modifieds in New Hampshire? No, uh, not at all. Another great finish, a bunch of lead changes. Bobby Santos, Justin Bonsignor, part of that three-wide finish on Saturday or uh, yeah, Friday afternoon with Patrick Emmerling. So much racing in New Hampshire over the weekend to keep up with. But uh, a great finish on Friday, unfortunately. Uh, not a spectacular finish on Saturday as the race ended under the caution flag because uh, of time constraints, the NASCAR Xfinity Series was set to take the racetrack after, but uh, still a, a big win for Ron Silk on Saturday afternoon in the 100-lap event. It also featured the largest car count in modifieds uh, in a modified race at New Hampshire since 2009. 38 cars 
took the green flag. So that might be why we had a lot of caution flags. Yeah, no doubt about that. A caution flag that actually damaged the wall to the point that it took a 20 to 30 minute span to actually fix that wall. Hence why they had to call that race short because right after the modifieds were the Xfinity series like you mentioned. But it's always cool to see all of the cup drivers, all the Xfinity drivers up on top of their haulers watching the modifieds when they take action there. But some more local racing also took place this weekend, Kyle. Ronnie Williams won at Stafford. Ben Welch won the modified race at Berlin Raceway. And modified driver Josh Fry is okay. He is a driver uh, of our te- of his team owner and our own Jeff Striegel at Berlin Raceway. A wild crash in practice there, flipping several times down the back straightaway. He is all right. Chris Van Dyke won at Kingsport. And Dylan Ward picked up the win at Bowman Gray Stadium, along with Burt Myers and Randy Butner. We talked about it this entire show, the Canaan East and West back in action this weekend at Iowa Speedway. For the combo event, if you can't make it, you can watch all the action on fanschoice.tv for free. That will be Friday evening for those, but we'll have lots to talk about next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. Uh, We'll do it again next Wednesday for producers Craig Moore and Brian Yeswich. He's Kyle Rickey. I'm Hannah Newhouse, and we will see see you here next week here on NASCAR Coast to Coast. NASCAR Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.